Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. People planning something romantic to do on Valentine's Day often include going out for a romantic dinner with a significant other. Some prefer to celebrate at home. One way or another, food will somehow be a part of the celebration. We asked the folks at Sauce Magazine about the choices. Managing editor Heather Hughes and art director Mira Nagarajan joined us the other day with plenty of ideas. I asked Heather if it's better to stay in or go out for dinner. It's good to have options. I think people feel pressure to make Valentine's Day a specific thing. Like you get this idea of a fancy candlelit restaurant with white tablecloths and the roses and all of that. And that can be really fun if you're if you're into it. But if that's not really your scene or if it makes you uncomfortable, um, we just did a, a piece in our February issue about getting takeout to stay home with. And I think that can be just as fun um, if if that's more your personality. Don't force it. I was I was sort of surprised to see that in the magazine, but it isn't. Why not? Yeah, why it not? doesn't have to be anything uh, special occasiony. But at the other hand, it can be really fun to do that. So we came ready to talk about a lot of places that we really like going out um, on dates in St. Louis. Well, let's uh, let's get started on that. There are certainly plenty of options in in St. Louis. Needless to say, yeah. Let's the. First one we wanted to talk about is probably the most obvious. Everyone in St. Louis would put this restaurant on the on the dates list. It's Sydney Street Cafe. Um, it's been around for a long time. It's just won a James Beard Award. Chef owner Kevin Nashen um, finally got his James Beard last year for Best Chef uh, Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're you're not going to go wrong with the food. It's a really classic experience um, of kind of fine dining, really good service. I mean, I I know a lot of couples that have gotten engaged there. It is not strictly a special occasion place, but people just like to celebrate mm-hmm. there. And I think their staff, a lot of them have been at the restaurant for such a long time, and their service and their food is so consistently good that it's it's a safe, sure bet that you're going to have a good time. And I love their I love getting a sampler platter, whether it's like at a weird cheap place or like a fine dining fancy <laughs> place and they I think they had a sampler platter of like their lobster turnovers and crab cakes and it's just a yeah, fun appetizer starter yeah it's a fun shareable thing to do and it has like a smattering of different flavors and like southwestern and asian and french and I think that's always a good choice and their entrees change all the time but it is valentine's day so it would be silly not to talk about their desserts. So their pastry <laughs> chef is Bob Zugemeyer. And the desserts are so crazy and creative. Like they, he has something on there called a snicker bar, but it's not a snicker bar. It's like this elaborate thing with all these different components that work together. And he was on our ones to watch list in 2013 mm-hmm. of like our young rising star chefs. And we thought it would be so great if you would send us a recipe. We'll run it in the magazine. He's like, oh, yeah, I have a great dessert recipe. And it's this, like, enormous, gigantic, long recipe with four or five different Mm -hmm. recipes inside of it. But it just goes to show you, like, how much he thinks about every component of each dessert. And it's a real wow when it comes to the table. And it's a fun fun thing for Valentine's Day especially. Is it typical for restaurants to have a special menu for Valentine's Day, do you think? Yes, uh, especially somewhere like Sydney Street. If it's a nicer restaurant, a lot of them do prefix menus that you can't actually order off of the regular menu. I know Vicia is doing that this year, um, only on Valentine's Day. But some will have prefix menus 
in the weekends around Valentine's Day. I think it's smart to call ahead if you're planning a yeah, big night out. We're winding down. Probably should do it right now. <laughs> right. Too. Yes. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> as yeah. soon as possible. Some might be booked. What are some of the other places that you'd be recommending? Um, well, we were talking about, Mira and I are competing about talking about this place because <laughs> we both have really enjoyed Louie, which is a new restaurant on Demand. Love Louie. It is so nice. It feels, um, it's a little more updated. It feels like hip. They have a really cool design. They have this beautiful black wallpaper with big flower prints. It just feels really nice in there. Um, and then the food is unbelievable. So it's sort of – it's got amazing service. I went on a date there a few weeks ago, and it was just so nice. Our server was really helpful. Um, the food is really interesting. The vibe is – it's kind it's of dimly lit. It's like, moody and, and, like, cool, and it's just – the music is just very – it matches the mood of the space where it's it's very sultry and evening and <laughs> very a good word. it's perfect for Valentine's Day too and I love a dimly lit restaurant and I think we were talking about this too restaurants that have that are a smaller space it's just more intimate and more cozy and 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 some people may feel like it's cramped if you say you like a smaller restaurant but I think it, it's totally the opposite it just makes you like cuddle up and look at who you're you know, mm-hmm. who you're having dinner with and you're just next to each other. And yeah, I think it feels a little more exclusive. Yeah. I mean, you kind of you hear the chatter and there's the music, but I don't know. I think it's just better when you're when you're closer. And and it's really dimly lit in there, which mm-hmm. some people, you know, I always think everybody looks beautiful in candlelight. So <laughs> it's the perfect setting. You guys today. may look beautiful. I don't think oh, I qualify. No. Dim, no. dim lighting helps everyone, yeah. Yeah. You'll look, you'll look <laughs> like a 20 years younger. Well, and, and speaking of small restaurants, another one we wanted to talk about is Vista Ramen. It's less, uh, I wouldn't call it necessarily romantic. It's more of like a hip, small restaurant. But because it's small and because they have really good small plates that are very interesting, um, I think it's a great date spot. Yeah. Mm. Like they have – like. They have really great vegetable dishes that are super inventive and creative. And I think the space is really energetic, too. Mm-hmm. The music and the way people are dressed, it's very just like it's cool kind and a party casual. And, and their food is so good. I mean, they have a burger that is amazing. And they have these fish sauce caramel ribs that are just sticky and sweet and a little funky and fatty. And that's, and that's something that's been around a while and will be on the menu. They tend to shift uh, vegetable dishes and things like that, but there are yes. a few that stick around those crab caramel. But the other thing that's nice about going to Cherokee Street is that if afterward you want a nightcap, there's so many great bars around. Yeah. We were talking about Whiskey Ring and Fortune and Teller Bar. Yaki's. I love going to Yaki's late night. They have live music. They have um, jazz singers that are really good that feel sort of old-timey. Um, and the, the bar is excellent. It's a definitely more of an active um, nightlife area. So if you go to dinner at Vista, you can just sort of bar hop from there, which is fun. How do you define a great date restaurant? What has to be included to make that a great place? Well, you know, there are all kinds of dates. Like one of my favorite places to go with my boyfriend is O'Connell's, which is not, you wouldn't necessarily think of for a date night. But I think things that we uh, settled on in making this list are places we like small, dim lighting, sort of an intimate feel, and either a, 
I like either going to like an old school, feels like a special occasion, like Sydney Street or Annie Guns is another. We love Annie Guns um, in Chesterfield. It's or on places. Your list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely on the list. Or places that feel like cool, um, have a hip like party atmosphere where you feel like you're out, out. You I know? think for me, first and foremost, the lighting has to be low. <laughs> I mean, just turn your lights down low, you know? And it, it just creates this setting that is totally different than when you're in a diner or a coffee shop. It's just it's it sets the mood. It sort of blurs the background where you have to focus on more what's in front of yeah, you. You're not as distracted. If by you everything only have a tiny tea light at the table, it's like all you're going to be able to yeah. see is one another. Yeah. <laughs> right? It blurs it's true. out the background. I like that. Which sometimes I've I've seen people pick up the candle at brasserie before and mm. literally hold it up to their menu. So not everybody's can be into that or using a phone flashlight to read it. So there are obstacles there, but I agree. Yeah, dim lighting, it makes it, it feel feel right, feel like a date. Yeah. Let's talk about one or two more on the list, and then we'll move on to some other things. We'll put the entire list on our website, by, okay, the, by the way, so people can, can review that. And reminder to, if you want to go out, make the call now for a reservation because they're going to be tough. Definitely. Yeah. Be tough. Okay. I want to really talk about Pepe's. Okay. okay. No, go ahead. So this, it, it's it's <laughs> called Pepe's Apartment 2. I think it's in Kirkwood. It's off Geyer Road. And it is my favorite date place that me and my husband go to. It's It was once a resident residential building. It's like a home, and they converted it into a restaurant. And they're, they're a smaller place, too. Making a reservation is totally advised. And... They have really glowy light. It's not as dim, but it's more like a yellow glowing light, golden. And everybody in there is dressed up so pretty. I mean, this is the kind of place where the women are wearing like fur, pearls, diamonds kind of place. And the menu is the same. If you go in the summer or the winter, it's all, it doesn't change. And the servers, it's kind of like Sydney Street. Like everybody's been there for a really long time and they know the menu well. But they're... They have this shrimp scampi dish that is one of my favorite plates of food in St. Louis. Mm. It's just spectacular. It's just grilled shrimp in this truffled breadcrumb coating. Mm. And then they serve it in this white wine lemon butter sauce. (laughs) And I'm telling you, if you go there, you don't need to get anything else. (laughs) It is so spectacular. And I can't say enough about it because it's kind of out of the way. And, you know, we talk about city restaurants a lot, but this is truly a gem of a place. (laughs) And it's romantic and beautiful. And I highly recommend it. You know, I have to tell the audience that you are a near rapture when you're talking about (laughs) it. Too bad it's not television. Oh, (laughs) I mean, it's great. And it comes I, up a lot. Mira talks about Pepe's I talk about it a lot. A lot. And I think everybody go. You must. It's fabulous. Uh, Heather, give us another one, then we'll move on to the stay-at-home for the stay-at-home types. Okay. Um, well, we wanted to talk about a couple places that are really good for drinks, if you just want to go for a cocktail and get some snacks or something like that. And the first that came up was Taste. Again, uh, most people in St. Louis know about Taste, but it's just... It's another dimly lit, small, cozy spot. You can um, go sit on a leather couch and snuggle up with your date. Um, their cocktails are excellent, and they always have really good desserts. They have a they have a cocktail on the menu that is called In a Pickle, and it's actually from Ted Kilgore, who runs Planter's House, and we also love Planter's House yes. in Lafayette Square. And 
this cocktail is on the menu there too. And it's gin, cucumber, dill, velvet, falernum, lime. It's just very fresh. And I think that both of those places make excellent cocktails. It's a great place to start your night. Mm -hmm. If you want to go there, get a drink, and then go to dinner, I think that's great. And yeah, like you were saying, taste food is so great. I love their desserts. Right now, I feel like they have a brownie with like espresso sauce and ice cream and I just love stuff like that where it's just (laughs) simple familiar flavors that are really comforting and always good. Um, Another drink spot is the Preston at the Chase. This is it's a little bit bigger Um, it has sort of a mid-century vibe um, decor wise but it feels really classy there are these big booths you can sit in the drinks are very good and if you're wanting sort of a swanky place to start your night this is good or to end it you could get a room at the chase make it a whole like valentine's weekend thing yeah we were talking about going to see a movie there too mm-hmm. and yeah like you one can take stop. a drink into the theater <laughs> like it's just a it's a perfect place to like do all your valentine's plans mm-hmm. well, what about if if you don't want to go out you don't want to get into the hustle and bustle on the car and the clothes and you want to you want to stay home you've talked we we're talking earlier about takeout mm-hmm. but um isn't Making something to dine on together, a nice romantic thing to do? Yes. We were talking about some of our favorite recipes for that. I think staying in is so nice because you can spend half as much money and still go really big. Like you can get a really nice bottle of wine, stay home, something that would cost three times as much at a restaurant. Um, We like recipes either that are um, sort of projects to do together Um, like an activity. I really like making pasta with people. Um, It takes a little bit of time. It's a very simple recipe. It's not hard to make, but it's really involved and you have to focus and talk to each other. Um, So if you're going to do something, relax with somebody you know a little bit well, a little better, I would say, if you want to do a project together. Um, I really like making pasta for date night. Well, I think making a steak or something like a big protein like that I think is always a kind of a showstopper and it's not something you do every day so it's kind of fun to splurge on that. I make this seared ribeye in a cast iron skillet that is so delicious. It's it's so easy to make. You just make your pan screaming hot so it's smoking. You season your steak really good and like kind of pat the salt in sear it for five minutes on each side. I use a ribeye because I think the marbling is better. And then after the after you flip it and you sear it on the other side, you turn it off, add some butter to your pan and some thyme, and baste your steak so the butter will melt and you just spoon it mm. over the meat. And I think it's the perfect kind of restaurant f- secret finish to making a steak taste really really special at home just baste it in butter and the butter <laughs> the butter browns it's and good. becomes herbaceous from the time and it is just the first thing you taste when you bite it so i mean what's better than butter no. i was gonna say everything everything tastes better with butter <laughs> yeah. it's also something that takes it's literally 10 minutes in front of the stove um which if you're not doing it together, if you're not making a big meal project together, something that's over that quickly is really nice. And it's a showstopper. Like you when you when you cut into it, it's just like, wow, this is better than if we went to whatever place. Yeah. Like and it's one of those things too where if it's if you're cooking for your partner, your spouse or whomever, 
it's a really special thing. Like, wow, this is something that we would get at a restaurant. And it's so <laughs> awesome to just do it at home and, and, like, hang out in front of the TV and, you know, or look into each other's eyes lovingly. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. And save a little room for dessert, though, right? <laughs> yes. Um, I think either you should make a really elaborate, wonderful dessert maybe the day before or earlier in the day so that it's ready to go. And again, you're not slaving away in the kitchen while your date's sitting alone at the table. And then we've also talked about uh, really great pastries that you can buy and bring home either for that night or um, the next morning if you want to get croissants or something like that. Um, so we love we love Nathaniel Reed. Yes, for French pastries. I mean, the the desserts are beautiful there. They, you know, we on the cover of our holiday guide in uh, November, we used one of his pies, and it's just so gorgeous the way that they present everything. You know, they have these glazes on them, or like the pecans are in concentric circles, and it's mm. just very, it's very like it's elaborate. Work. And I love to get pastries at Comet Coffee. They have these beautiful croissants and cookies and things like that. And we, for each other's birthdays at the office, we <laughs> generally get, get the them from from Comet. And um, we love patisserie, La Patisserie, patisserie Choquette in Botanical Heights for pastries and croissants and things like that, too. Mm-hmm. But I do have this wonderful recipe that we have on our website, and we'll I will give it to you. It's it's public, but uh, <laughs> it's a no churn coffee ice cream, mm. and it is so silly how easy it is that it's just such a fun thing to make for someone. You just take condensed sweetened condensed milk, espresso powder, just instant espresso powder, a little bit of espresso liqueur, and then you fold that into whipped cream. So you just whip some cream in, in your house, fold this like sweet coffee mixture into it, and then put it in an airtight container and freeze it. And when it's done, and it's just – it's the best coffee ice cream. And it took you – as long as it takes to whip whipped cream, that's how long the active time is for that recipe. Heather, what are you going to be doing? Are you going in or out? Um – This year, well, unfortunately, my boyfriend lives in Chicago, so I will be home alone for Valentine's Day, but we'll celebrate the next weekend, and he has a whole big weekend planned for my birthday and Valentine's, so I have no idea what we're doing, but I imagine it'll be fun. Where, how about you? Um, I was thinking about getting a seat at the bar at Provado in the Loop, Mm because we love their Cacio e Pepe, and I think they always have some version of that on their menu, or going to Bailey's Chocolate Bar in Lafayette Square. That's one of my favorite, favorite places to go. And it, it's like, it's they've got so many desserts and chocolate martinis and all, like, stuff like that that people think are kitschy and fun, and it's delicious and should not be overlooked. You should just invite Heather to go out with <laughs> you and yours. Join us. <laughs> Thank you for your concern, Don. <laughs> have, a great, have a great Valentine's Day, ladies, and a happy birthday to you, Heather. Thank you. Archive versions of past St. Louis on the Air programs are available for download or podcast at stlpublicradio.org slash stlonair. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thanks for listening. I'm Don Marsh.